My tweakers will play on so grass and dirt. But turn down the volume on Dick and Bird. Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! St. Paul admitting the law and life and hitting rock bottom. Drugs in the ex-wife! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Well, Hold on, let me start that again. <laughs> My head is so congested. Hello and welcome to this thing we call Minnesota Foul Play. <sighs> Hello and welcome to this thing we call Minnesota Foul Play by Play. I'm your host, Anthony Variano, and I'm joined by our baseball expert and attorney on retainer, Michael Haas, Esquire. Michael, how's your bod? It's, it's not as bad as yours, but mine's self-induced. I, yeah. I've drank, drank too much alcohol over the last two days, but I've had what like can a, you do? <laughs> stop drinking when you're in alcohol. The <laughs> when you're in the prime of your life, like I am, you got to push your body to the limit sometimes. <laughs> I swear to God, like I've always wanted to have the uh, the keyboard that plays the sounds that Ferris Bueller had in the movie. And I never thought my body could make those sounds. But for like the last six days, I've been making those keyboard sounds. It's <laughs> freaking ridiculous. Oh, winter in Minnesota, folks. All right. Well, it's a special baseball only edition of Minnesota Foul Play by Play today. Uh, as, as you might know, it's spring training. It's officially baseball season. Uh, pitchers and catchers have reported, as have the rest of the players, to Fort Myers, Florida. And we've got Michael on to discuss what we can expect uh, during spring training and who might fill the very few uh, roster holes on the 26 man roster for this season for the Twins uh so let's get to it we're gonna start off with the big trade we made last season for tyler maley from cincinnati uh he was supposed to be our our big number one starting uh starting pitcher and uh ended up having shoulder fatigue uh made very few starts uh and is apparently back to normal with a new look slider what can you tell us about uh tyler's spring training uh what they're going to try and do with tyler at spring training now, supposedly he's 100% healthy, um, and actually he started developing that slider at the end of last year. So he came back early, developed that over the winter months. So, I mean, that indicates to me if he's working on a new pitch. He must have felt good. In, in November, yeah. in December of last year, his arm's got to feel good. and Because you don't throw a slider at 80%. Like, you just, you can't do it. No. So even, I mean, from what I've read, a, a slider is going to be easier on your arm as opposed to some other pitches. Um, but no, the return of him, I agree. I think it's a huge, gives me a lot of positivity for this rotation, which I get it. Maybe we don't have a true ace, but I think if everybody's healthy, we've got a very strong rotation. I would agree I mean, with that. But 
he was a non-factor last season to the point where Fangrass had him as a negative 0.1 war and uh, baseball reference has him as a 0.1 war. So he was basically a replacement player for the Twins, but we all know that he played quite well for Cincinnati in the time he was there. Uh, hell, to the point we thought he was the better <clears throat> pitcher than uh, Luis Castillo, who ended up going to Seattle and just wrecking everybody he, he pitched against uh, there. So, Yeah, and I would... I would say looking at this season, if you take into consideration the injuries, which he was a victim to the injury bug last year, um, it doesn't get a lot of, not a lot of people are writing on it. But if you look at, because everybody's so focused on off-season acquisitions, if you look at who we have back that didn't really contribute last year because yeah. of injury, I mean, you've got guys that could round out and make a team a lot better. Trevor Larnich. Tyler Molly, Alex Kirilov, Kente Maeda, Lewis will be back sometime this year, and then Jorge Alcala, which I don't know. I was hoping we could talk a little bit on our bullpen just because they made zero additions, and I kind of wanted to get – We could dive right into that. I just want to mention that if they do indeed go to a six-man rotation, this should benefit every pitcher in the bullpen and the starting rotation, including Maley. Uh, and Kent Maeda when he when and if he returns, it looks like Kent is throwing pretty goddamn hard in his bullpen sessions, according to the Instagram videos. Like he's going hundred, he's ramping it up to hundred percent already. So that's good to see. Yeah, he hasn't. Well, <clears throat> from the videos I've watched, I mean that's that's what the true losers do. It's like <laughs> Watch people were training bullpen sessions. Yeah, I know. No, you sit there, <laughs> you sit there, and you spend like five minutes watching him throw three pitches, and you're like, this is awesome. Awesome. It's so nice to see him throwing hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it makes me very happy because he was our best pitcher not that long ago, and he was quite good. No, and I think he's up to 89 miles an hour, which even a couple – I mean, we got to remember the guys. what is he now, 35? I can check really quick. And he never he never was one who brought high velo. His is more about no. control. So if he can get up to the low 90s, but his control is – what we expect he it will, will be, be 28. No, my age is way older. No. Into my is... Oh, no, that was his debut. Sorry. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> mid-30s, bro. Yeah, yeah, he is. He'll be 35. You're right. And this is his – why I'm really excited about him is because this is a contract year for him. So he's got to leave it kind of all on the line if he wants to – I mean, it's fine. Never cash talking. in because he's been affordable his entire career. Exactly. He signed an eight-year, twenty-five million dollar contract. So, yeah, this is the season that he has to, and I'm sure he wants to get into the rotation for that very reason, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be the guy relegated to the bullpen upon his return. No, and I really don't want him to be yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, no, let's get I, his most. Let's get the most we can out of him this year, mm-hmm. and hopefully, things work out for the organization and for him where he can land a two to three year deal where he's making 30, 25, 30 million over three, three years. Yeah. It'd be good for him. Well, the starting rotation is pretty packed. As you said, like you said, somebody said that the twins had the deepest starting rotation in, in the bigs. Right. And yet made you very, very happy to hear us being doing something at least well. Well, no, and it's the way it's built now. I really like because we've got Pablo Lopez. He's our ace-like figure. Ace, yeah. Then we got Sonny Gray, 
Tyler Molly, Joe Ryan, Kente Maeda. So those are the ones I believe should be locked in as our five-man rotation. We got a lot of guys knocking on the door if we wanted to turn it into a six-man rotation with Bailey Ober, who pitched very well last year. Cole Sands should probably be relegated down to AAA. Yeah. He didn't pitch that well. Louis Varland came on hot last year. He's a Minnesota native. So, I mean, I'd love to, I love when Minnesota boys come and actually pitch for their big ball club. We got Josh Winder and then Simeon Woods Richardson. So we got a lot of guys, not all of them obviously are going to make the ball club coming out of the gate, but that should be a good battle this spring to see who's going to get that either six man spot or the long reliever role. And Sands, Winder, and uh, Woods Richardson all have minor league options, I believe, so they can start at AAA. That's no big deal. So who do you, out of that group, out of Ober, Sands, Varland, Winder, Woods Richardson, who would you pick? The guy who comes out of spring training with the best numbers, basically. Whoever performs best in spring, that's that's a good competition. You know, you give it to the person who performs best in, in the spring ball. Even though spring ball doesn't, you know, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a great year. Uh, so, yeah. But I, I think you still, with as many guys as you got without, well, that's the thing is, does Ober have uh, options left? He's, I think he's 26. He might have one option left, but when I looked at his numbers last year, he pitched 56 innings for us. He had a 3-2-1 ERA with a, 1.054 whip so he did pretty well last year for us yeah he was uh he was worth almost a win above replacement um 56 innings pitch you say struck out 51 you're a plus of 120 he's definitely the leader in the clubhouse like that's it's really not even close between him woods richardson uh yeah he's definitely the guy for me yeah that's who i'm leaning towards and if you noticed on my little breakdown of our 40 man rotation some of the pitchers i like putting their height in there like he's damn near seven feet he's six nine i love that intimidating feet yeah i love that imposing freaking intimidating just a huge man yeah on the mound so i that's who i would uh even before spring ball that would be that would be my guy to throw in the bullpen just because He's big and he's, I think he's earned it up to this yeah, point. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about that bullpen for a bit. You said uh, Jorge Alcala could be the X factor for this team. Be- that was really, really missing bullpen arms last year and overworked their bullpen as a result of starters not going deep into games and then obviously injuries. Uh, so, why and how is that guy the guy that we've been missing in the bullpen? Well, we've, we didn't get hardly anything out of him. I th- I think maybe yeah. he got three innings last year before he had some elbow issues and was taken out of the rotation for the whole year. Um, I think why people refer to him as the X factor is in the same way that uh, Duran is an X factor. I mean, Duran brings it. Right. I'm not saying Alcala is going to bring it up to 102, 103. But he's got a very lively arm. Um, so I think that's, We've been ready for him for the past two to three years and last year sucked because he got injured. But so I think that it's just going to be another power arm to come out that if things worked out, he could be another 
setup man or a high leverage innings guy. Um, well, and he's proven gonna... it too. In 2020, in, in limited time, in 24 innings pitched, uh, he struck out 27, had an ERA plus of 166. Uh, and then he improved on that in 2021, almost 60 innings pitched, 61 strikeouts, a whip of 0.972. Uh, so yeah. that's what we've been waiting for is that guy. Yeah, exactly what you said is why he's an X factor. Yeah. It's high strikeout guy, which oh, gosh. we've been the twins wanting have... that in Minnesota for so long. <laughs> um, so no, I'm excited. I hope, uh, I hope he stays healthy, healthy this year. And I think, I think he's one of the reasons we didn't go out and like bring Fulmer back or anything where they're looking at coming back from injuries with what we got and i think they expect him to be better than what we could have paid five to six million dollars to oh, get absolutely. so yeah let's i'm gonna check what his uh contract status is free agent 2026 boy he's only arbitration eligible for the first time after this season that's pretty awesome no that's really awesome um one one issue i wanted to discuss with you concerning our bullpen is if you look at who's on our 40-man roster what we're lacking is left-handed pitching yeah that tends to be the case i mean we've got giovanni moran he'll probably be with the club uh or on the 26-man roster really? and then we got gilbar well we got you got to have at least two lefties you'd think like i don't think so this team only has rolled. proven they've rolled with one for an entire season. Like, <laughs> I know that's it's crazy. I know, but yeah, I don't understand it myself. Because I mean, Field Bar, talk about he is he's winning the battle versus Father Time. Like, I mean, he's up there in age, and he was our go-to lefty last year. Um, he's thirty-six. Mm -hmm. and he's still got options i mean i don't even think this yeah, would have been was, his first year for arbitration i think he, he did have a dip he's been dipping since 2020 though like his era plus in 2020 was 194 uh oh that was only in 17 games 20 innings pitched it was 132 in uh the next year 21 64 innings pitched and then uh 111 with 59.1 innings pitched uh last year. So, I mean, you take that every time. His whip's 1.163. It's been in the 1.1 1 .1 something for the last 3 seasons. Uh yeah, that's I mean, if that's going to be the guy you roll with, if you just keep rolling with him, I think he's affordable at signed through this season at 2.4 million dollars. I mean, yeah, you roll with that. He's not a free agent until 2025. Even though he's pushing 37 this year no and why i why i feel a little i don't know in a lot of the twins boards uh Giovanni minnesota Moran. native too northfield baby <laughs> no giovanni moran's name gets brought up a lot mainly because he's a lefty 25 if you look at his numbers they've actually been pretty well uh 40 innings pitched 2.21 ERA, 54 strikeouts over those 40 innings with a 1.06 whip. I mean, those are 75 ERA plus. My God, pal, 54 strikeouts and 40 innings pitched. He's a man. He makes the whiffs happen. No, so that's I would like to see uh, see how he does over a full season. Um, yeah, you're right. He probably will break with the 26 man roster. 
I didn't realize he put in 40 innings last year. Of course, I, I didn't watch much baseball at all last year. Uh, so this will be the first year that I'm actually excited for Twins baseball in a long, long time. Since the Bomba squad, baby. God, we hit so many damn home runs that season. I don't know that that, that uh, record will ever be broken because I, I think everybody was cheating. <laughs> no, and th- that's the – well, you're lucky you live out there. Um, I mean, I wish I lived out there so I could see a lot of uh, the Saints this year. Their yeah. rotation is going to be fun because you got all these guys knocking on the door. Right. Um, so you can go see them for cheap, see what they're bringing to the table. Um Always a good time, the Saints. They do the best entertainment between the innings as well. So, uh, Speaking uh, on the bullpen, I don't know if they will sign him, but there have been some discussions in the rumor mill about uh, another Minnesota native possibly being signed to the bullpen, Brad Hand. Really? Um, yeah, he went to high school out here. So I don't – what would your thoughts be on bringing that old gentleman? Well, yeah, that's play? the thing is his uh, – he's, he's definitely on the decline. Um, and there's going to be going to be 33 in a couple days in a couple weeks it looks like uh last year eh, he moved around a lot last year holy cow in 2021 mm, a 107 era plus and let's see he was a one war roughly on the season and he throws left you know, uh, it's just a matter of what's he going to cost us. He's still out there, huh? Yep, he's still out there, and that's we're going to have another. It was Gary Sanchez, and he yeah, had maybe his best year of his career last year in terms I of think... defense, de- defensive catching. No, and I've uh, done a little reading on him as well. I think the World Baseball Classic is kind of oh. going to be a showcase. Okay, and. Uh... He should be picked up by a squad after that. Oh, yeah. Um, Everybody needs a, an extra catcher at some point. Somebody will go down. and Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Hand was an all-star in 2019. So, he's not that far removed from his second or third best season of his career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a guy that's, like you said, an imposing figure to put on the mound. A lefty that can get righties out or uh, get lefties out, you assume. Well, and we're going to have a... A couple slots opening up on the 40 man uh, once people get designated to the injured reserve. I mean, sure. Lewis, Lewis will open up a spot for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Balsavic, he cannot catch a break. He broke his jaw. It sounds like some kind of a fight. They just really? called an altercation at a nightclub. Oh, but he broke his jaw. <laughs> and this, is, this was like a make it or break it year for him. That's so that's, rough. it's going to be. Is I it think wired shut or is it is it like I don't have a clue. This is this is this is news coming out of the last like 48 hours. Holy where yeah. great timing, bud. My God, you get down to Florida and you just gotta go clubbing and now yeah. It's well no, and he's been one of our he's always been on our pitching prospect list for the past four or five years, and it's just he just hasn't panned out. This was gonna be a make it or break it year and uh it sucks when you have pitchers who just don't pan out. Oh, I misread uh, Brad Hand. He had an incredible year in limited time. 45 innings pitched last year. His ERA plus was 146. Kind of surprised nobody's picked him up. His whip was 1.33. That's that's not terrible, but it's not great. 
He walked 4.6 batters per nine innings. That's that's up for his career considerably. But still, if you're going to run with one lefty, you might as well. I mean, that's the thing is, what's this guy going to cost? He's probably looking for way more than we're willing to give for a, a guy who's going to pitch maybe 50 innings for a lefty specialist, you know? Uh-oh. Did we just have a... What the heck? Okay. Yeah, we had a little bit of a Wi-Fi outage there. Let's jump to the uh, the bench spots that are available. So I'll just pick it up here. Go. So Mike, let us know about the uh, the bench spots that are available and who you think is going to take them for our uh, positional players. Yeah. Well, if we're looking at the forty man, obviously Jeffers and Vasquez are the only catchers listed. They'll mm -hmm. both be on the squad. Jeffers will be the backup. Um, uh, I think it'll be just a split lefties righties because Jeffers was considerably better against lefties and really bad against righties. And Vasquez is all right against righties, even though he's better against lefties. So I think that no, makes no, sense. if Jeffers can get his bat to be kind of where it was two years ago, um, we might DH him a little bit. Um, sure. I see Vas I see Vasquez garnishing more playing time than Jeffers. Um, but then we go to our infielders uh, i have a feeling carlos correa is probably going to make the roster uh, <laughs> uh fingers crossed he doesn't get hurt you know he's that ankle they say it's the worst some doctor thinks it's the worst he's ever seen so i'd like to I show him my ankle and see what he has to say about it i think that's garbage news though it's it is it's it's coming from the squads that didn't get him, and I understand. I think that was used as a bargaining technique um, that backfired. Because I'm not going to complain about it. It sure worked out well for us. He hasn't missed much time over the last five years. So no, my he, thing is, yeah, and he even after he injured it last season, he ended up playing really well, regardless. So I mean, if he ends up having surgery for you, I still like I said many times when we when we celebrated him on a previous episode which you can find on foulplaybyplay.com uh we celebrated by popping a cork for carlos correa uh and the reason we did is because that that salary is just so that that deal is so team friendly even if you lose a year of him to an ankle surgery of some sort you still take that because yeah. of the way salaries are have been increasing although that could change with the bali sports uh bankruptcy which we also discuss and you can find on foulplaybyplay.com and anywhere else you get your podcasts um so yeah i mean it's just you don't get players like that in minnesota very often so however you gotta take them you, you take them um you know no, I busted up ankles and all i couldn't agree more um so no if i'm looking at 13 players to put on the 26 man road or yeah roster yep i'm looking <clears throat> my guaranteed 12 and i think we should have a discussion on who makes that 13th cut my 12 would be Jeffers, catcher, Vasquez, catcher, Correa, shortstop, Powell Farmer, super utility, Jose Miranda, third, first, Polanco, second, 
can fill in at third if we need. DH too. DH, yes. Kirilov, first left field. Uh, Buxton, Gallo, Gordon, Taylor, super utility, Kepler, and then Taylor. And then for that 13th spot, I think it'll be between, and we'll find out in spring, it'll be between Walner, Larnick, and maybe Edward Julian, uh, infielder who had a very hot bat at uh, the end of last year. Yeah, they expect him to be up. Probably not at the beginning of the season, though. Just is that a, this probably a service time situation, right? Uh, here's yeah. some notes. Your best hitter last year against right-handed pitchers, Walner. He had the best, yeah, best uh, OPS that uh, better than Polanco, Lewis, Buxton, Correa. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be a a platoon guy. Um, I think they'll let him start out at AAA though to see probably. get him more yeah. at bats. Cause he's got fucking power that that kid does. Um, and he's probably got the best arm in the outfield, but I agree with you there. I think, uh, he could be, he's, he's, he's going to be a fun guy to watch. I think so for too. A couple months of the year to see how he pans out. But I mean, so out of those, I guess I would just say who I would take at the beginning. I'd probably side with, Larnick, um, but who would you take out of those three? Walner, Larnick, or Julian? Uh, I'd probably start with Larnick because he hits your against lefties. He's one, two, three, four, five. He posted the sixth best OPS last season, and then he's also in the top nine against righties. Um, so you can throw him in at DH if you want to. Uh, you can put him in a corner outfield spot. Um, I mean, that seems like a pretty good start. Um, because Kirillov's gonna make the club, right? He's got to. Yeah. I mean, and the indications out of spring ball so far is I mean, uh Rocco's saying he's healthy, obviously they're gonna ease him into it. Right. Um he was the guy who had the thumb issue for, for years, right? No, the wrist issue. Wrist issue, that's right. And so this is, I mean, this is clearly, he's 25 now, and he's been one of our, I mean, he's been like, at least for me and a lot of other Twins fans, he's not at Royce Lewis level, but yeah. he's been a prospect. I mean, took him with a first round pick who, I, I think he's a big, he's a big part of this team going forward. We, we've got a hole at first base yeah. that we need to figure out what we're going to do. And I'm sorry with what we lost this off season and last year with losing your favorite twin. Yeah. That freaking little bing, bing, bing. <laughs> the sprinkler. I mean, we, need, La we, need lefty, we need a lefty, a good lefty bat in that top four. And I yeah. think I could slot Kirilov in at either second or four. Um we need his bats. So I'm hoping I'm hoping his wrist is fixed and he can just go on and have a great year. And a great career with the twins. Um he's pushing an 100 OPS plus in 2021. Um he had 231 plate appearances, OPS of uh 722. I guess you take that, you know. I would take a 700 OPS out of a first base slash corner outfielder. This well, and we gotta remember too, over the last two seasons, it that's him battling through an injury too. Yeah, I mean yeah. 
He's never really been healthy in the bigs. His I minors numbers are pretty fantastic, though. I suppose your wrists. I, I suppose you want those healthy. I guess if you're hitting right, a ball. yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Listen to this, Mike. In uh, A plus and A ball, he had 296 total bases, an OPS of 970. Um, yeah, and then let's see here. That's his first season, 722. 651 last year you could tell he was just not right from the start really that's the yeah. thing is it's only going to take one ball inside to, <laughs> off the hands that can screw up your whole whole year so that's i mean you got to throw him out there and see what he can do or i guess we're going to find out in spring how healthy he really is and i i expect him to play well enough in spring to to make the 26 man roster um no, I totally agree. And I would, I think the ideal situation, as long as they're all, all healthy and producing like they should, I'd love to see our top five starting lineup be filled out with Correa, Polanco, Miranda, mm-hmm. Buxton, and then obviously Kirilov. And I really hope, I hope this year they don't screw around with Buxton. Have him bat third, third or fourth. He's not a leadoff guy no. anymore. Yeah, he's just, He's not a great of... base dealer. No, even and... despite that speed, he's just not a great base dealer. Well, no, he could give us. He could. We could turn him into a base dealer, but he's shown he's a power bat now. Yeah, in the no, he hits too many home runs for him to be at the top of the lineup. I don't like that Brian Dozier approach to you know throw, getting him as many at bats as possible so he can hit solo dingers. Ten minute warning. Okay, so yeah, that would be, and that's probably how I would. Uh, I don't know. It'd be interchangeable. I don't know if I'd have Correa or Polanco lead off, but those would be my one and two. I'd throw Buxton at three, and then either depending on righty or lefty, I would go Kirilov, Miranda, have them bat four or fifth, regardless of who's pitching. And I think that I don't think I know that's that's a fucking tough five as long as they're healthy. We haven't Um, mentioned uh, Nick Gordon. Yeah, I think he's going to be coming off the bench. Yeah, but but you got Parma there too. I agree. I think they'll both get a lot of playing time. Gordon's can play both, outfield. Gordon's earned it after last year. Oh, and I like having two super utilities, one who bats right, one who bats left. Yeah. Uh, so I think they probably don't start day one, but I guarantee day two, I mean, we're, they're just going to be part of giving people a day off. And it's they're nice, they're nice players to plug in. I mean, they could be everyday players on other teams i mean right no gordon and that's that just and i think the twins did the right thing and not going out and signing a big bat to fill the dh spot because they're going to want to filter guys through that just to keep them healthy throughout the year just based on their health issues last year so i, I mean i couldn't agree more and um i know this is you where asked. we get into the buxton discussion is how how we'd like to see him used yeah, so what's my position on that is if he's healthy, you play him as much as you can. Get as many innings out of the guy while he's healthy. In center field? Yes, in center field. Even with um, a gold glover behind him and Michael A. Taylor? Yes. See, because I, his, if you look at his in if you look at his injuries, it's the kind of freak thing sliding into a, a bag or freaking running into a wall or diving wrong. Well, that comes with playing like, that position at 23 miles an hour. 
Yeah, I say you keep your fingers crossed. You try to get as many innings as you can out See, of him. See, I because... don't. I disagree. I think you you make him DH more than he did last year. He DH 30% of the time last year and still ended up missing more than 50 games. He played 90 or something like that, 92. Um, I think you put you put him at DH 33 to 40% of the time. Let Michael A. Taylor play defense. Um, and they'll probably do it on a platoon split situation where Taylor gets at bats against the pitchers that he hits better. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, they're such a good team when he's on the field, like can so much considerably better when he's on the field than when he's not that you want him in the, at the end of the season. Like I could give a shit about April and May, (laughs) just get him in the fucking games in fucking September and October for Christ's sake. No. And if, I think with you're probably right, actually, I think with them bringing Taylor on board, I mean, it's you're not losing much defensively. No, none at all. Almost. Yeah. And so if you've got if you've got and we've talked about it before on the show, if you've got that defensive Taylor and center Kepler, Kepler and Gallo. Yeah. Jesus. We forgot. I forgot Gallo was on the squad. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's insane defense. Really? Yeah. Um, and that's sad that you actually don't even need Buxton, who I would argue is the best center fielder in the game, top three positional players in the oh, game man. when healthy. Can't, nobody but covers. you don't even need him on the field. You I know. Goddamn His bat has gotten so good now that you want him in the batter's box more than you need him on the field because you have Michael A. Taylor. And that's just a beautiful thing to have. We've got, we've got massive depth. We can say that. I mean, injuries should not derail the squad like they did last year. No, I totally, I totally agree. Um, we've probably only got a couple minutes left, and six. One thing I, one thing I did want to bring up, and this would be for more of the diehard fans, because I, fuck, I love this guy when he came up, but he's not on the forty man, and we just lost a pitcher to a broken jaw. What do you do with Randy Dobnik? I have no idea. I you're gonna have to tell me. <laughs> he's. He's developed a slider. He's going to try to use a slider more than his sinker because he's been having finger issues. I mean, that's what cost him last year. And you throw a sinker, you've got fucking ligament problems in your hand. It's just going to destroy your fucking fingers. I, I'm kind of curious. I kind of want that to be the classic twins underdog story where he's become, he's like a long reliever, eats up some innings and I just fucking love the stash he's got, those dorky glasses. <laughs> like, I want to see him succeed. Um, but I guess he'll have to prove it. They'll, they'll start him likely at AAA, and uh, we'll see what happens with him. But He was not great last year. He was well, bad, yeah. just plain bad. ERA well, plus of 56. In 2019, well, yeah. his ERA plus was 288 in 28 innings. 288. I don't think I've ever seen one that high before. <laughs> but it's been a precipitous decline. Like, well, that's because he started having the finger, the finger yeah. issues. Um, yeah, I was still dumbfounded because we got him so late. Like, he's one of these weird stories. We're not drafted by anybody. We pick him up because he's playing into just independent ball. Right. I like I still am dumbfounded why they gave him that five year deal for nine million, which isn't much, but it's just like you've got control over him until he's like thirty five. It's really a, just what a three you... three year deal with a twenty six through twenty or a 
there's a 26, 27, and 28 option. So it's really just a two-year deal. No, I know. bought out his arbitration, I guess. Yeah, which I would have... On a gamble like somebody like him, I probably would have just been play out. But whatever. I'm happy you made some money. Absolutely. It's always nice when independent ballplayers make it, like Daryl Strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's talk about the rest. Royce Lewis coming back June or July. Uh, Boy, that would be a nice little addition in the middle of the season. Uh, He was really great. And Dan Hayes tweeted him him sprinting apparently so that's that's fantastic he's running pretty normal right now the bases Uh, just sprinting straight line this is just straight grass straight grass um but no and i think i think what him coming back june july time frame i think that's going to put some good pressure on those guys we were discussing before the walners the larnix because it's like you know you better do damn well because this kid, he's already earned a spot. Like, yeah. And I have, and shit, I'll throw these other names in where I can't, we've talked about it before, but I have got a baseball boner for imagining Perea, Lewis, and Brooks Lee. Oh, God. All in the same lineup. It's. Then you've got him likely starting at double a but could make his debut this year just because i mean when they drafted him he was not was he not the best hitter in college baseball brooks lee yeah yeah and yeah. he fucking he stored he ended up in double a helped yeah, them he in climbed the ranks pretty foot. quickly huh so uh, my guess with him is he likely they'll probably be smart with him probably won't get the call up this year until next year but if he's pounding the freaking shit out of the ball well and he he's can gonna start at double a should get moved up to triple a and if he if he can hit triple a they're not against even making a, the jump over triple a if you're putting up numbers great numbers at double a he could see time especially if there's an injury uh so he he's looks like he plays short third base second base so if you've got problems with polanco god forbid correa gets hurt um yeah, that's that's a nice piece to have. Although you don't want to start that service time too early either, but I guess he is he's he came out of college, so he's got to be what 24. No, he's 22. Really? He's a young. He's a young and if he can make his debut by 23 or less, I mean, we're talking superstar status. Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> a baseball boner for Brooks Lee. I think that's what we should call this episode. 1 minute left. <laughs> One minute, the last guy I think we'll see at some point this year, depending on injuries and the fact that he's a right-handed bat. I think Austin Martin, I think we're going to see some Austin Martin this year. Um, and he's another super utility who's, who's going to help us defensively and hopefully with his speed and on the bat. I mean, he could be our stolen base threat. Okay. Um, kid's a freak athlete and... He looks, he's got that, I'm not, I'm not comparing the two, but he's, he's got that like Bo Bichette vibe. Like when you look at him, just a little scrappy, he was meant to play baseball. So I hope things work out for him this year. All right. Well, that's our show. I'd like to thank Michael Haas for joining us and talking baseball. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes at foulplaybyplay.com. Follow us on TikTok and on YouTube at minnesotafoulplaybyplay.com. Uh, I'm Anthony Variano. Uh, if you'd like to join our fantasy baseball league, 
Subscribe at gogonzojournal.substack.com. Give us 50 bucks and you could win money and awards. Thanks for joining us. Go Twinkies! Yay, baseball season! Bye, Mikey. Later.